0: I don't, I don't get that. It's like, it's fine if you have it in like a cage. I don't get people who have tarantulas.
1: (laughs) I don't, I don't get people who (laughs) let snakes like hang out like around their neck all day. That's just gross. Welcome to the Oh Oh My Geekers Geekers podcast, where we educate others while educating ourselves on an array of topics.
0: We also review movies, books, and TV shows.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Jeanette, your host. And Zeke. And Zeke. <laughs> Alright, so in this podcast, in our episode 3 of the series Genesis, the book of Genesis, um, we're going to be talking a lot. We're just going to just dive right in and Zeke's going to start... Um, we're just going to just go through the chapter, so... Zeke, take it away.
0: Okay, so uh, the Bible, the New King James uh, Version now. Uh, now the serpent was more cunning than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Has God indeed said, You shall not eat of every tree of the garden?
1: Okay, so this is interesting when we're talking about the serpent here in verse 1 of Genesis. It, a question that I have for you is, what do you think it it means when it says the serpent was being more subtle or you know cunning than all of the other animals what is, uh, well what he's
0: he's smarter and craftier than every every living thing in the field uh it, it shows that the serpent was something intelligent it's not like a dumb animal it actually had it's cunning it's cunning it's It's smart.
1: So other, like, it's not like a turtle.
0: It's not like a turtle. It's, uh, quick. It's, you know how snakes, you know, they go
1: Yeah, yeah, they're real quick. And they're kind of cunning, so they kind of, like, hide too, right?
0: Yeah, they hide under rocks, and then they lash out at you, and they bite you.
1: Ooh. So, okay, so let's, uh... Was this a real serpent or was it Satan himself? Because I've always wanted to know. I don't understand that part. Well, some
0: commentators believe it was a literal serpent that could somehow talk and rebelled against God. Uh, Others say that Satan manifested himself as a serpent while talking to Eve. I think that for me, the later view seems more likely because... Animals are not made in God's image. They can't they can't really think in the same way that humans think. Uh, but this serpent is so smart that it's able to trick humanity into rebelling against God. Uh, it seems that Satan is in the image of a serpent, sort of the same way that people see manifestations of demons and angels in other forms like, like seeing like a black shadowy figure in the spiritual world. You don't actually have like photons and light. So you actually don't, there's not physically anything there, but you're seeing it. uh, Even though these beings are bodiless, they're not really there in the physical world. So uh, Adam and Eve were seeing Satan as a serpent Uh, as the image of a serpent, uh, because the garden of Eden, as you know, it's, it's like a temple space. It's that place where heaven meets earth. It's very, you, it's where the spiritual and the physical meet. So it's easier to see the manifestations of angels and demons there. Like if you're like standing at the temple presence and you see all these visions, that's sort of the same thing. Uh, so, yeah.
1: I, I, I always wondered about manifestations myself because, well, first of all, I always got confused with that. Like, was Satan, like, inside this serpent? And, you know, it just, there were so many questions. So that actually helps me understand that a lot. I have actually seen manifestation, demonic manifestations of demons. I have seen that, um, on drugs and off of drugs. (laughs) And, and I don't always tell everybody this because some people don't believe me. You know, they think that I'm being like hyper Pentecostal, but it is something that I have, I have seen. Um, I don't know if it was because I was super tired or if it was because we lived in a really, dark place in the apartments that we used to live there was a lot of drug use going on in the other you know people's apartments and it was just a really dark place so anyway they that's a that's a really good perspective do you think you know uh the serpent was able to talk because It was satan talking through him or like why do you think the serpent was able to even talk at all
0: well i don't think it was a real serpent i just think that satan came as the image of the serpent because if if it was the serpent talking through satan that kind of gives a bad taste in my mouth because then it means that satan at that time before the fall had dominion over the animals and i think that's sort of cruel for god to let that happen to the animals which are supposed to be in humanity's care at that time yes uh the pigs uh in the i think it was book of luke the pigs got demon possessed but that was after the fall and after man had been given uh had kind of lost the ability to tame and master those animals so i think that this was just the image of a snake and it continues on with this image making parallels between snakes of that time which snakes of that time probably did have legs we have actually got uh fossils that go back from the time of uh, noah's flood Mm -hmm. and they're snakes with tiny little arms Mm -hmm. and so i believe that uh at some point snakes had these tiny little arms and then they lost these arms, so
1: mm, I really like the Hannah. That reminds me of the Hanna Barbera. Yeah, the Hanna Barbera, um, the Adam and Eve cartoon.
0: Yeah, so it, they they lost those arms because of genetics, and I think that uh, the the analogy is going with it is that they're perceiving it as if Satan were a literal
1: snake. Do you think that Eve? was surprised or, like, afraid that a serpent was talking to her?
0: No, because uh, I don't think she was surprised. Uh, More than likely, animals back in the Garden of Eden talked. Uh, Like, for example, in the Book of Numbers, uh, there's a story where a man named Balaam is... uh, Going to a place where God doesn't want him to go, so he sends an angel, and the donkey doesn't.
1: Who hmm. sends the angel? Balaam uh, or God? God. Oh, okay. God sends
0: the angel to stop Balaam. Balaam can't see it, but the donkey sees it, so he stops, and he begins beating the donkey, and then God loosens. Wait, why
1: is he beating the donkey?
0: Uh, because he, he just thinks it's a stubborn mule.
1: Oh, okay. Like, why aren't you going? <laughs> why
0: aren't you going? and god opens the mouth of the donkey uh some translations say he loosened it meaning it may have been uh the ability of animals to talk back then it wouldn't be the same sort of rational conversations that like you and i have it's more as if like up hmm like up you know how like the dogs speak they yeah. they only have one thing in mind it's not they're not really acting rational but they at least know well, what's going it on It
1: reminds me of our cat our cat uh ninja she whenever she's really hungry or she wants in she says hello hello yeah she goes hello, hello. but anyway i got off track there But honestly, so you're saying that Eve probably wasn't surprised or afraid because animals more than likely talked back then in the garden. Yes. And it shouldn't surprise us because there's even references of animals talking um, throughout, well, not throughout the Bible, but in, in, in numbers, the donkey talked. The donkey talked. But with Eve in this situation, she didn't know she was talking to, like, Satan manifested as the snake. She just thought she was talking to just some random animal.
0: Yeah, some random animal. And it kind of, it seems as if the the conversation came out of the blue. Mm-hmm. But according to the Hebrew, uh, the translation, like, that says, Has God indeed said... Uh, that's in the New King James translation, but the, according to the Hebrew, it should be also did God say, it it comes from the words afki, they can be translated as also yet, or maybe can be translated as also did in similar terms. It means, and here's more, this suggests that the serpent was speaking about other things to the Woman before this, uh, this observation was also made by Ibn Ezra, a Jewish rabbi
1: who so, oh, go ahead.
0: who uh, liked to look at the language of the Hebrew.
1: So you're saying that she's probably not surprised at this serpent speaking with her because the serpent had been speaking with her. It had been speaking because with her. You're saying in the Hebrew. There's. It just suggests um, that, or not suggests, but it's translated as also when it's like it's. And here's more like like. What's wait? What's the phrase that? And here's more like in in our in our. And here's English. another thing.
0: And oh, here's in- another thing. Did God really say?
1: Oh, okay. Did he didn't say it. and here's another thing
0: yeah he said also did god say
1: oh okay i see has god indeed said
0: has god indeed said
1: th- that also in the hebrew means also yeah oh okay that's where i was getting tripped up um well okay so uh, what's our other verse i think verse okay. two
0: I think I put to verse 2 and verse 3, but... Okay. That's... And the woman said to the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree which is in the middle of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. So the woman is explaining uh, what God has said to her husband in the previous chapter, but she also alters the words of God and adds in a little extra words.
1: What are, what are those extra words? I don't I mean cuz I'm looking at it and I'm not seeing the extra words. I've always wondered like what are the what is the craftiness of this serpent's words?
0: Well, this is the woman's words. It says Oh, okay. Well, she she added that they would not touch the fruit bidden Fruit, but God said in the previous chapter, but of the no- but of the tree of the knowledge of good and evil you shall not eat it. For in the day that you eat of it, you shall surely die. She added not to touch it, but God never said that. She only he only said not to eat of it.
1: So what's the big deal between touching and eating it? Like am I? I mean those are not very extra words in the- <laughs> Touch, eat, you know.
0: Well, she's kind of making God's uh, rules a burden on herself. Uh, So if she didn't have trouble with touching the fruit and not being tempted to eat it, she would have, um, she wouldn't have uh, put in this rule. But she probably was tempted to eat of it. So she added a little more, like, let's not even touch it. And she's complicating uh, God's words.
1: She's getting, she's a word salad, maybe. I don't know.
0: It's the same thing that people do, like legalism.
1: Mm-hmm. People like... The letter of the law. Not... The,
0: well, uh, a little bit beyond the letter of the law. like, Like some, like, so-called fundamentalist groups who are like, oh, you can't wear makeup. Uh, nowhere in the Bible did it ever say that you're not supposed to wear makeup. It may have had good intentions that they said not to wear makeup because of, uh, provocativeness, but, you know, that's a little bit adding extra to the words, especially Mm -hmm. since there are people who have no problems with looking at a person with makeup, so... Uh, those people who add to the words, they complicate God's words. And it can, it becomes more of a burden so that, like, Amish communities, mm-hmm. they add a bunch of rules in order to uh, keep their children from um, going deeper into sin. But the result is is that a lot of these kids, when they grow up, they decide to go out into the world and just rebel. Rebel. To the point where they're not they they don't follow any form of Christianity.
1: That's not that's not just Amish people, that's like pretty much a lot of Christian kids because maybe maybe it was too strict. I mean I could I could say I was a bit strict in certain areas, but not to the degree of like Amish strict. <laughs> so, um, so I guess she's she was making the rule a burden, and so and she's saying, you know, oh, God, God said not to touch it, you know, and I think she's probably really wanting to touch it. That's why she said that. I don't know. Um, Let's read verse, is it verse
0: 3? See the verse 3 or verse 4. Then the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die, for God knows that in the day you eat of it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. Yeah, yeah.
1: So what, is it, what does that mean, that your eyes will be opened?
0: Uh, he's trying to make her believe that uh, when they eat of the fruit, their eyes will be opened and they will realize that they have the potential to be their own gods. Uh, it's like...
1: Open to what? like
0: Open to the knowledge of good and evil, being able to define good and evil on her own terms. And he's wording it in a way because it's true what he says. They will be like God and they will know for themselves good and evil. They can define it on themselves, but he's making it, he's wording it in a way that, uh, like you will not surely die. Meaning that it doesn't come with the consequences. He's making it seem like, like, oh, God ate of this fruit, mm, like, mm-hmm. uh, that, that's what Jewish rabbis, they, they say that he, uh, that in, in other stories, apocryphal stories of this, they say that he went on to say, oh, you'll be able to make your own world and make, be your own God, mm-hmm. because God ate of the fruit first, then he became God.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Your, your eyes will be open just like God's eyes are.
0: Yeah, and that, that's where we get the symbolism of like having a third eye. Oh my god. Your eye will be opened and mm-hmm. you will be like god.
1: Mm. 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 The trinity, right? Like there's three eyes. Yeah, and it's like Well, I don't know. I'm just guessing at this point.
0: It's like becoming like the the next sense. Like Oh, yeah. The spiritual sense. The
1: seventh sense. <laughs> That sixth sense. Sixth, the sixth sense. I always called it six sense. <laughs> so, um, he's, he's trying to make her believe that, that, her, that her eyes will be, like, basically that she will be God. Yes. And be able to know good and evil. Yeah. Okay, it's... I guess verse, is it verse five or six? Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
0: so when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. She also gave to her husband with her, and he ate. So, like in the Hebrew, when it says that the tree was desirable to make one wise, it uses an intensive grammatical construction. It's called the nephal. Uh, it adds a ni. At the beginning of the word, most Mm -hmm. of the time. Mm -hmm. So, meaning that this tree, uh, for her, was extremely desirable to make one wise. So, she understood what she thought that the tree could do for her, and she wanted to be as wise as God.
1: The ni means extreme.
0: Uh, Most of the time, uh, it's called the nifal construction, so Mm -hmm. it's like...
1: In in in. in what? Hebrew. Oh, in Hebrew.
0: In Hebrew. So when it's like a tree desirable, it is and it's a an intense. tree extremely desirable to make one wise.
1: Oh, so it's an intensity. Yes, a an tense intensity. Grammatical construction. Yes. And she understood what the tree could do for her. Yes. Whoa, whoa! So she thought this tree is going to make me a God or like God himself. Mm-hmm. You shall be like the most high God. Like I will be the most high. Like I will, I will be. I think there's these eyes that the devil said, I will be like God. And I forget where it's at in the Bible. Um.
0: So she took the fruit and ate. She also gave uh, to her husband with her and he ate. And I think it's very interesting that it says with her so there's a lot of people who are like oh well adam wasn't there and then she came and you then mean he came then he came yeah. and then was deceived by her
1: oh wait like the way i had always thought it was uh adam was i mean not adam eve was sitting there like next to the tree um just you know going about her day um, she wasn't supposed to be around the tree, but she was there Then the, well, actually I picture it just the way the Hanna-Barbera cartoon displays it. And, um, and then the, and then he, the uh, serpent comes and is talking to her and she's like, Oh, and she's deceived. And then Adam comes and he's like, Oh, like, Oh, so it's not like that.
0: No, it's not like that. <clears throat> it's like, she also gave to her husband with her. So he was with her when they were committing this sin. She, he was probably there with, when she was talking to the serpent. He was probably passively...
1: Like, just kind of like watching this whole thing go watching down. Watching this whole thing go down, and he's not her? protecting her. Does he he's know like, that it's the serpent? I'm sure he does. He, he knows that the serpent, the serpent is not good.
0: Well, he knows that the serpent is saying things against God.
1: That's kind of, that would creep me out if if the garden was this just beautiful, peaceful, safe place. And all of a sudden, you've got this. But then again, the Bible says that, like, well, what we were talking about, it was normal for the animals to talk. It was normal for the animals to the talk. And the Bible says the, the devil um, appears, makes himself out to be an angel of light. Mm-hmm. And so, and nowadays, a lot of people are quite deceived by a lot of different things that are bad for them and that they think is good for them. So I guess I could see why, how this all came down. Yeah. Like, we're not innocent. Okay. <laughs> so...
0: Then the eyes okay. of both of them were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves coverings.
1: Wait, I have to back up real quick. Did they know... What taking the fruit meant?
0: Well, they, they... did? They knew that taking the fruit... Did they
1: realize the consequences of all this? They did not they realize, realize the... Quons,
0: they did not realize the consequences. They just were very... Uh, they wanted to
1: I'm do sure, what they did. I'm sure Adam knew the consequences. I
0: am sure that he knew the consequences. He... He... In I think it's one of Paul's epistles. He said that uh, the woman was deceived, but mm-hmm. Adam he actually he knew what he was doing. He knew what he was doing. He was he knew what he was doing. He was he, he sat knew what there. His
1: wife was doing. He sat there and watched
0: and didn't say anything. They
1: didn't say anything. Wow.
0: And so. so he he partook of the fruit. May he maybe he. Was like, well, if she does it, then I'll do it.
1: Cause was he just waiting for her to drop dead? Like, what the heck? It, maybe. We don't. Know. We don't the maybe. scriptures don't say.
0: But it's also interesting because when after they eat the fruit, then the eyes of both of them, when they both take the fruit, were opened, and seven. they knew that they were naked. Mm-hmm. So they don't know they're naked. It's not like Eve ate the fruit, realized she was naked, uh, gives some to Adam in order to cover her sin. Mm-hmm. They, She ate it, and for some reason it only takes effect until they both eat it.
1: That's weird. For them to recognize that they were naked.
0: To recognize that they so were
1: naked. So before this, they didn't even think that being naked was a big deal.
0: Uh, they they didn't really think that it was really a big deal because they both trusted each other not to vulnerable. violate.
1: They were vo- they they had that vulnerability.
0: They had that vulnerability. Mhm. They were open,
1: honest, transparent. Just nothing, not a care in the world. So in verse, so in verse seven it says, "Then they then the eyes of both of them were opened." And they knew that they were naked. And they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Why did they hide themselves?
0: Well, it's because... First of all, when they sew Yeah, I their... was
1: gonna say, first of all, why'd they even sew fig leaves? I heard fig leaves are, like, really rough and ugh.
0: Well, yeah, it's it's, it's like putting poison ivy on yourself. And I
1: wonder how they sewed it without, like, thread and needle and all that.
0: Well, they probably made some.
1: Oh, you know what? They probably sewed, you know, remember a no-sew blankets? Uh, I don't remember <laughs> no-sew. <laughs> They're super easy. You just tear them- and then you, like, tie them together. It's yeah. like sewing them together.
0: Uh, and also, uh, back then, the climate, it uh, since there was, like, a firmament, mm-hmm. like, the, ab- the waters above the firmament, they trapped in sunlight. Mm-hmm. So it's a green... The world was, like, a giant greenhouse. Mm-hmm. And because of that, things got bigger. Mm-hmm. So it would have been easier to sew some fig leaves if they were, like...
1: It wasn't, yeah, like, super huge. It wasn't like they were sewing together, like, all these, you know, um, uh, uh, fig leaves. They These fig leaves were probably, like, bigger than their, yeah, their that, bodies. It,
0: it's the same reason why dinosaurs got so big, because they, it, there was a lot of, like, uh, greenhouse in the air,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and they were able to eat... lot more and able to you know uh keep their weight and being Mm -hmm. cold-blooded at the same time so Mm -hmm. you've got big big things like if you you look up giant Mm -hmm. anything on the internet you will get fossils of giant things Mm -hmm. so like if you look up like giant sloth Mm -hmm. there will be giant sloths If you look up, like, giant this, giant that. That
1: makes so much sense. So, so, um, they hid themselves. Well, first of all, they made themselves coverings. Why did they do that?
0: Because now they do not trust each other. Because they both have differing views of good and evil.
1: Ooh. And, and, um... They don't trust each they they're not vulnerable and transparent. They're like they're they're wanting to hide themselves. They don't trust oh, that's a really deep thing. That's yeah. a deep thing. And
0: they hear the sound of God mm-hmm. walking in the garden and
1: They're hiding they're themselves, hiding
0: from the themselves presence of the Lord. Because because from they don't presence. they don't even trust God now because he has a different Uh, standard of good and evil that they do
1: that that reminds me so much of just your everyday average person like they don't really understand who God is they they don't even can't they can't even begin to trust God because they don't know him personally you know and they're not transparent with him they're hiding who they are to God who sees everything God made them inside and out God created them in their mother's womb he made their heart be in their the breath in their lungs and you know has sustained them up until now and they think god is this really mean you know uh judge in the sky with a long beard and a gavel ready to hit down on them and and that's like far from the truth and satan has really blinded their eyes and lied to them and And they're, and they're, they're lying to themselves really because they're not surrendering and saying, Hey, I, I don't, God, I don't know who you are. I don't understand who you are, but I want to know, and I don't want to be like this anymore. I don't want to go through this life anymore. And at this point they have to surrender. They have to expose themselves for who they are, all sins, warts and all, like I'm not a good person in this area. I'm not I lie, I steal, I cheat, I do this. God forgive me, you know. I, I get this Zeke. I'm get, I'm I'm jiving with this.
0: Yeah, and so then the Lord God called to Adam and said to him, Where are you? So he said, I heard your voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. Again, he doesn't trust God anymore. Mm. Uh and he said, Uh, that is God who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree, of which I commanded you n- that you should not eat?
1: Mm-hmm. He commanded them. Yeah. yeah, and then he asked, "Who told you? Like, did God not know? Well, or was he just saying?" He's like,
0: more like, like
1: correcting saying,
0: them. Like, well, how how would you know that you're naked? Oh yeah, yeah. Because they're tell
1: me the truth. <laughs>
0: Because it's like, why, why should you even be afraid? Mm-hmm. Why? Why should you even care about that? Yeah. yeah. And there's only one explanation for that. They've eaten from the tree. Okay. Then the man said, The woman whom you gave to me, she gave me of the tree, and I ate. And the Lord God said to the woman, What is this you have done? The woman said, the serpent deceived me, and I ate. So this is a huge blame game. No one's really willing to confess. Not even the serpent. He just stays quiet through the whole thing. Mm. So also, like, Adam says, The woman whom you gave to be with me. So he's blaming God.
1: The woman who you gave to be with me. You know, like at one point he's like, "I'm all alone. There's nobody out there." God's so good, and he gives her, he gives him a woman, and now, now he's like, he 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 knows what he did was wrong, and now he's like deflecting and saying, "Oh, it's the woman you gave." It, he, oftentimes, I've I've actually read it like, "Oh, it's the woman's fault. It's her fault." But he actually blames God. It's the woman you gave me.
0: Yeah. So it. it it's
1: well. He blames both, but he blames both. It's
0: it's. That blames gone. It's a lot of, like we do this a lot, even today. Uh, like, oh, it's it's, it's the child you gave me.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like we we ask God for that child. Mm-hmm. Because because we want it,
1: when mm-hmm. we get it,
0: and then we find ourselves and the child both in sin. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: We're like, the natural thing for us to do is like, well, it's the child you gave me. They, Mm -hmm. they, he or she led me into
1: sin. We, or, or, or it's my parents fault or it's my, my spouse's fault. It's, it's, I wanted a husband or I wanted a wife and then it, it, it's it's not working out, like, and they and they find each other, like, in full-blown sin, and they're like, well, if I would have never had that, then I would have never ended up here. But mm-hmm. they were the ones that wanted it so bad. Yeah. You know, uh, that's a very good point. And we always, it's called victim mentality, honestly, is what it's called.
0: Yeah, and even Eve's being a victim. She's like, well, it's the serpent. The serpent made me do it.
1: I... Really, yeah. You know what? I really think that it's when you hear people saying, "Oh, it's because you know." Just think of the politics. Oh, it's because of this person. If it wasn't because this person was president, you know, or if it wasn't, if it wasn't because this person, like, they blame it on the government or like this, this social justice type thing. Like, we deserve you know whatever because of how terrible we were treated and it's like no we we can't live in that victim mentality we have to own it we have to own our sins we have to own up to it and when we blame we're just playing the victim
0: yeah it's i could like go on and on never and never one. say that the devil made me do it yeah
1: and we're all guilty of that we're all okay. guilty it's not just something that we're ranting about
0: mm-hmm so the lord god said to the serpent because you have done this you are cursed more than all the cattle and over every beast of the field on your belly you shall go and you shall eat dust all the days of your life so oh
1: this is really weird to me because i think so is he making the devil eat dust is he making the devil crawl or is or is he just like, oh, this is a snake that was in the garden, you know? That well, I like, I don't get the the correlation here.
0: Well, I think that, like, I don't think that this is a literal serpent. I just think that's cruel to to serpents for God to allow that to happen. Uh, so
1: this I, is just a picture of.
0: I, I think that Adam and Eve they saw the change uh from the genetic change from serpents having arms to not okay and in this they also see Satan who mm-hmm.
1: they finally realize they've been duped
0: they they've been duped, duped and
1: duped.
0: it's like a snake
1: mm-hmm.
0: it's a snake it's a slimy thing so god is like you you're, you're going to be like just like you're appearing as a snake mm-hmm. Uh, you will lose your arms like the snake lo- lost their arms. You you will lose your ability to like be like exalted. Uh, you you're you're going to be more dumb than all of the animals uh, on your belly. You'll be humbled.
1: Mm-hmm. You'll
0: be thrown down to your belly.
1: Is this like? Or is this a picture? Or like a symbol of what, pretty much God. Because right at this point, God is cursing the serpent. Yes. But the serpent is the devil, so is he cursing the devil?
0: He's cursing the devil. Uh, You shall eat dust all the days of your life. I think. That's got to mean
1: something because I'm like. I think it's a metaphor,
0: like eat dust. Eat
1: dust. Eat dirt. (laughs) Eat dust all the days of your life. Basically. I can't read into it because it's still, this is one of those things that boggle my mind.
0: Okay, so. And I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your seed and her seed, and he shall bruise your head, and you shall bruise his heel. So right here, we have what theologians call the proto-evangelium. Uh, this means the first mention of the gospel. I think it's either in Latin or Greek. Uh, here we see that enmity is put between the seed of the woman and the seed of the serpent. But normally, women are not described as having seed. Actually, this is the only part of the Bible that we see that women have seed. It's, it means, you know.
1: Yeah, sperm.
0: Sperm. So men are only described in that way. This means that the seed will come from a woman without the help of a man. This is a picture of the virgin birth where Mary, which is a type of Eve, conceives Jesus through the Holy Spirit. And he shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. Uh, this is when Jesus is defeating sin and death. Uh, he crushes the head of the serpent, but he has nails driven through his heel.
1: Ooh, so I have a quick question. So, um, it just says, you, you said proto-evangelicum. Is it jellium or jellicum?
0: Evangelium.
1: Evangelium. And so in the Bible, there's always a first mention of something, Mm -hmm. and that's what proto-evangelium means. Yes, this is the first
0: mention of the gospel.
1: Okay, so this is the very first mention of the gospel in picture form. Mm -hmm. So, um, the gospel is Jesus um, is born of a virgin um, mm-hmm. by the seed, and uh, he is defeated on the cross, but then Jesus conquers sin and death and the devil on, on, um, when he, on the cross when he was um, resurrected. And that was like the final blow, which is like taking a shovel to the serpent's head.
0: Yeah, and it's also, and I'll put enmity between you and between your seed and her seed.
1: What is that enmity? Who, who, who is, like, how is that?
0: So, like, I will put enmity between you and the woman. Basically, basically, this just goes on. This just goes on. Like, just in the same way that a lot of women are more sensitive to seeing reptiles and bugs and creepy crawling things, which also men get that too. Like we don't like creepy crawling things.
1: Some people do.
0: Some people do. Some women do. (laughs) Some women do. And I don't, I don't, I don't get that. It's like, it's fine if you have it in like a cage. I don't get people who have tarantulas.
1: (laughs) I don't, I don't get people who <laughs> let snakes like hang out uh, like around their neck all day. That's just gross. <laughs> anyway, okay, but we're getting it's, off.
0: It's it's like that. It's like okay. that. It, like people like people have enmity between the serpent. Yeah,
1: okay. Yeah. And then
0: between your seed and her seed and who's the seed of the
1: of Jesus. the serpent? Or the seed of the serpent, I don't know. Yeah,
0: it's like, th- this is not a oh. little serpent, so...
1: Oh, it would be like the children of the devil.
0: The children of the devil, and it's like, uh, it, in, like, uh, Jesus and John the Baptist, they called the Pharisees, those who were defining good and evil on their own, and presenting it to the people, they called them a brood of vipers.
1: Yeah, and... Did that they call him like the children, the devil's children, or did they call? That's what they call Jesus.
0: I think that they call it the children of the the devil. The, in... Those, oh go ahead. the Those who define good and evil on their own, also also those Gentiles, which are uh, very malevolent, like like the Antichrist, mm. because mm. he 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 appears as a giant like serpent
1: yeah that's so true well let's read i will greatly multiply your sorrow and your conception in pain oh i would have to get this this is for the woman there. yeah you shall bring forth children your desire shall be for your husband and he shall rule over you and this is kind of why a lot of feminists don't like you know uh the book of genesis because they're like what but it's a curse like god never intended this to happen
0: no he never intended it and it, it's not like he's like wanting this to happen
1: no he's not but why this curse on the woman
0: well it, the 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 woman is cursed in with pain and childbirth not because god is evil and wants women to have like pain and childbirth it's to remind her that her children are going to be cursed because of the original sin that she committed. Uh, because it gets more pain. she's bringing forth more pain into the world because these children somehow inherit the sins, not not generational curse, but this is the the curse.
1: Yeah, I don't believe in generational curses. I do believe in people being born in sin, in conceived in the, in sin. I also believe that genetics play, play a role in the sinful nature. Mm -hmm. Like, so somebody is like, you know, psychopathic. Maybe they might have a grandchild that becomes psychopathic or, you know, but that doesn't mean that God can't deliver them and change them and use them. But you know,
0: yeah the second part of the curse, which is also very controversial, uh your desire shall be for your husband and he shall rule over you and also, I do not think that this is like a verse for chauvinism. It's not because it's a curse mm-hmm.
1: yeah uh, yeah well, well, if you think about it, um. This curse is because she persuaded Adam to sin. So now she's going to have, you know, difficulty her whole life trying to persuade him. He's going to be the one, you know, in charge. He's There has to be a rule of, like, an order now because, like, he pretty much let her, her get, you know... Well, she did persuade him, but... It, she also he also allowed it to happen so there needs to be some sort of um you know uh, accountability here if there's no accountability everybody's just going to sin together and they're going to hurt one another so yeah. there has to be some sort of head just like in in a business you don't you don't just let everybody come in and rule the business at the same time you have to have like a chain of command you have to have mm-hmm somebody that's a checks and balance type thing like if we didn't have check and balance like even in our own country we would be doomed (laughs) we would there needs to be accountability and i think this curse is good for good for i mean it's sad that it has to happen but that's what's happened it says to then to adam he said because you have heeded the voice of your wife and have eaten from the tree of which i commanded you saying you shall not eat cursed is the ground for your sake in toil you shall eat of it all the days of your life both thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you and you shall eat the herb of the field so why the curse why this curse on the man
0: so this curse so adam could have eaten from any tree in the garden he could have eaten from the tree of life he could have eaten from any tree but what he does is that he goes and he takes the tr the fruit of the forbidden tree even though he had all the other trees so now he does not have the be- ability to eat whatever he wants he has to strive for it he has to work for it to remind him that he could have eaten from any other tree but he had he took to eat advantage. He took advantage. He had to eat from that tree. Now he has to work to basically
1: I And I, I kind of, and maybe I said this in the last podcast, maybe I didn't, but the way I see it is, you say like you invite a friend over to your house, and they're a really good friend, you guys get along, and you say, you could use anything in my house. You can go in my cupboards, you can go in my refrigerator, In you know, but there's this one thing right there. It's in my safe. I don't, I'm going to leave the safe open because, you know, I don't, I don't feel like, you know, like opening and shutting it, whatever. Or, or just something very, very, like, it doesn't even have to be a safe. Like something really, really near and dear um, that they, that the person knows that would even hurt them. That would hurt them. And yet they go ahead and, and touch that thing that it's like offending offending that person and then you still want them like it's like you get to a point where you're like oh i'm gonna i want I to i got to kick this person out but yet you still love them but you have to give them new rules and boundaries now you have to set boundaries now and i think that god in his grace is actually setting boundaries um for Adam and and you know um, they say idle hands are the devil's playground and if Adam were to just be in that leisure and pleasure time a pleasure you know um, after committing this sin and just violating everybody and everything that would be like like pampering him and being like oh yeah go ahead you know sit around play video games all day I don't care ignore ignore because then he would be perpetually sinning and in a place of pleasure that he was given to by god as a gift but then he 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 threw that gift away
0: Mm -hmm. okay in the sweat of your face you shall eat bread till you return to the ground for out of it you are taken for dust you are to dust you shall return
1: so okay so why does the man have to return to the dust.
0: So, in the previous chapter, God makes man out of dust. Uh, that that's actually where the the word man comes from. It's like, uh, the ground. Mm-hmm. And so, at first, it's just a big lump of clay, and then God breathes into it the breath of life, mm-hmm. and then because of that, man becomes a living being.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But now, since Adam has eaten of the fruit, he is rejecting God and His standards, and the breath of God, which is in him, he is also rejecting. So the the breath as the breath of God cannot um, impose its will upon a person; it leaves. Mm. it Mm -hmm. leaves so because the breath of god is leaving man is just returning to his original state before uh the breath of god had entered into him so then he starts to decompose and turn back into dust again
1: that's a really sad story but but there's good news
0: yeah when Mm -hmm. the curse is lifted through jesus the spirit of god which also spirit means breath the spirit of god comes upon the believer and they are born again and they no longer have to return to the dust. They are eternally, they receive eternal life.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, they get an eternal body too. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Okay, it says, And Adam called his wife's name Eve because she was the mother of all living. Um, Also for Adam and his wife, the Lord God made tunics of skin and clothed them.
0: So here we see that Adam and Eve's sins are covered, presumably, by an animal's death. This is just another picture of Jesus because our sins are covered by his death. And a lot of uh, people assume that this creature may have been a lamb.
1: That would make sense. Lamb of God, who takes away the sin of the world, the slain, who was slain. Then the Lord God said, behold... The man has become like one of us, to know, and see, there's that plural again, one of us, to know good and evil. And now, lest he put out his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever. So why wouldn't God allow him to eat from the tree of life anymore?
0: Well, because, again, like you said... If he did not have these rules imposed on him, he would just continue sinning.
1: Eternally Eternally
0: sinning, sinning and that, that's not a good thing. And so he
1: would live in his sin.
0: He would live in his sin, and also he did say that he would return to the dust. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that eating of the tree of life will stop that from happening, so he's decomposing... As he's sinning, and then he just turns into a big bodiless thing. And he's still sinning. So, he's living forever, but he's also decaying. Mm. And that's not a very pleasant thing to do. So, it's not like God is like, oh no, he's like one of us. If he takes of the tree, he'll be completely like us. No, he's saving man from having to, like try to be his own god and Mm -hmm. just decay in his sinful state
1: and look at what what we've done you know as human beings when god first of all um, there was the flood that happened god had to he was so grieved that man had become humans had become so wicked and so vile that he wanted to start all over again and wipe everybody off the face of the earth but he preserved you know Noah and his family um but but think about even now like just turn on the news I mean we're we're right back almost in the days of like the days of Noah every time you turn on the news someone's murdered somebody in a very gruesome terrible way and the wars and you know the lying the cheating the stealing and the the the, you just the list goes on but I did have a question um why do you think Adam called his wife Eve at the very end of this whole uh, Garden of Eden and because of, you know, being the mother of Earth? I mean, well, not the all, all, of of all the mother of the living. Sorry, don't... I'm well, I, I
0: think that in a way he's sort of repenting because now... He understands that he's going to have to suffer, and also she will suffer in childbirth.
1: And... But why at the very end? Like, I thought Eve was named Eve at the beginning of this no, story.
0: No, she was, she was named woman.
1: Oh, but he named her Eve, and Eve means, like... Life. Life? Oh, okay. Wow, that's interesting. Where are we? Therefore, the are we here? Therefore, the Lord God sent him out of the Garden of Eden to till the ground from which he was taken. So he drove out the man. He had to drive the man out.
0: Yeah, and it's like again, there's an in, an an intense. Well, he caused to drive out the man.
1: He intensely drove him out. Or... Sort
0: sort of. He he like. It was like it wasn't like a either Let thing. It wasn't like go he he had to cause him to go out of the garden
1: i'm sure adam, adam was afraid and didn't want to go out yeah, i mean cuz it's like going out into it's kind of like when you're tell, when there's a rebellious child under your roof and you're like you need to you need to leave you need to go and they're they're scared because they know that the world is big and and scary out there but they're going to do it anyway it, it's, it's the, the, god was probably very very sad he wasn't like get out of here, like some parents are like get out of here. He was probably sad to have to to um, kick him out of the garden, you know. And it says he placed cherubim, which are angels, at the east of the garden of Eden, and a flaming sword which turned every which way. I put every which, but it's every way to guard the way of the tree of life.
0: Yeah, so. We see that he's kicked out of the garden the Garden of Eden. He's kicked out Eden means pleasure, so he's kicked out of the garden of pleasure. Mm-hmm. So he has to he has to work. It's no longer everything outside of pleasure is not pleasure. It's it's, not. it's hard work.
1: It's hard work
0: out there. It's hard work. He has to work for whatever he gets and he tills the ground knowing oh, that he'll have oh, the to days of his
1: life.
0: Knowing that he'll have to return to it. And so, God placed cherubim, or in the Hebrew pronunciation keruvim, uh, at the east of the garden, and a big flaming sword. So, cher- cherubim are nobody knows kind of.
1: They're not these fat little chubby. They're not fat, white.
0: chubby, white things. Those are Cupids. Those oh. are Cupids, and like. Westerners didn't know how to, like, depict, depict angels. angels, especially since they were, like, these weird-looking, like, European we get the... European angels. European. So they used Cupid, w- which is actually a, a, like, god of sexuality. Yeah, I know To that. depict these, like, naked baby things that fly.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But... Uh, the, like, the closest we can get is, uh, he placed sphinxes at the east of the garden. Mm -hmm. So, like, a sphinx. Have you ever seen, like, the big, the half-lion?
1: Yeah, like when you're going into Egypt and there's these gigantic statues. Like here. I'm just thinking of the never-ending story (laughs) where there was i I you guys would have to watch the never ending story to to understand that was one of the most intense parts of the never ending story is when they were going um through I forget what they were, these big gigantic statues. Yeah, big
0: gigantic statues and uh, uh no nobody can see this but uh, th- there's a better depiction, mm-hmm. like other than like a lion and a mm-hmm. man. Uh-huh. It's it's more so the Book of Ezekiel describes them as looking like an ox and a man and an eagle and a lion all mixed together, mm-hmm. and the closest uh, we can get are pictures of Assyrian sphinxes. Mm-hmm. And they look like this.
1: Oh my! Whoa! That's it. Looks like a man and a and a dog or something.
0: Yeah, and it, so they're they're like a chimera. They they look like several different things at once and those are scary looking and they would guard the way and the these cherubim were often placed at the images of them were placed at where temples were Mm -hmm. to guard the way Mm -hmm. and like
1: it would ward people off. it
0: would ward people off especially like a giant flaming sword Mm
1: -hmm. every way
0: every way
1: yeah, what about other demons and angels? Did well, they did is... they ever fight to get in there? You think?
0: No, because it's God's space. Oh. Uh, so.
1: It was just kind of like a warning. Like, it was don't a warning saying, try. kind don't... of like when you know how like when they tried to go up to the Mount Sinai, like it would thunder and like. It would quake thunder and
0: quake. And, mm-hmm. and People all were that.
1: afraid, and if you touched it, you would like that holy space. You would. You would probably be consumed.
0: You would be consumed and,
1: like... But there was a warning not to go there. There is a warning. This is, this is, you're saying this is more like, like, the same thing. This is, don't, don't come in here. Don't come
0: in here because if you, if, if you do, uh, that flaming sword is going to kill you. Yeah, you're toast.
1: Every which way. It's like... You know, like, people try to go into, like, private property, and there's, like, all these, like, electrical fences and or stuff. Or, like, a big dog. Yeah, or, or a guard dog, or, you know, just a, all these warning signs everywhere, like, do not enter. But somebody goes... In, all, in the movies, they somehow get in there anyway. But not in real life. <laughs> yeah, most
0: of them, you get shot.
1: <laughs> yeah, you'll get shot, because there's people, snipers, ready to, like take you out. Well, I think that um, we've had a great time um, going through the third chapter of Genesis, and I, and I really liked um, going through this part. And I just want to let thank all of our listeners out there who have joined us for uh, this series. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, please, you know what, if you can, leave us a review on the podcasts that you're listening to. Uh, friendly review, (laughs) and also um, join us for the next episode for Genesis chapter 4. And I think this is that we're getting off to a great start of the new year, and I just want to thank Zeke for helping us um, go through some of these Hebrew terms that he has studied and, and giving us a lot of insight into what he's been studying. So, Zeke, thank you for that. You're welcome. Any any last words or a prayer?
0: Uh, I, I, I would like to pray. Okay, so go ahead. Our Father, we just thank you for this day. Uh, we just pray that we will be able to continue to go through Genesis and possibly uh, even to the book of Revelation. And we just pray that uh, you would bless this podcast, you would bless this series, and you would... Help us to understand more of Your Word, uh, so that we could teach others, and they will stre- be strengthened in their faith, and will even teach others about this. And we just pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Oh my geekers podcast.